Thank you for tuning in to the Living in Liberty podcast. This is Pastor Jason from Salem Baptist Church, where we like to share biblical truths that will help you walk with Jesus. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Well, today we're going to be talking about worry just a little bit more. Now, I want to ask you a question. Are you a worrier or are you a prayer warrior? Today we're going to be talking about the right response to the troubles that you and I face in this life. And that is to be a person of prayer, someone that comes before the Lord and we call upon Him. Now, why is it that we sometimes use prayer to our Heavenly Father as a last resort instead of a first resort? Why do we do that? Now, when I look at Scripture, I I go to Philippians chapter 4, and that's where we're going to be today. So if you have a Bible and you want to turn there, just take note of this. In Philippians chapter 4, we find the Apostle Paul writing some words of comfort, and he is writing these from a Roman prison. Now, the book of Philippians is one of four epistles that Paul writes while he is imprisoned. You have Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. They're all called the prison epistles. And you know the enemy, Satan, he might could attempt to keep Paul from traveling and sharing the gospel by traveling, but he could not keep Paul from living triumphantly. Paul was getting the word out, and so here it is. He is pinning down these words. Now, while he was in prison, the book of Ephesians, or the epistle to the Ephesians, Paul writes about higher ground as he exalts the Lord Jesus Christ. In Colossians, Paul in Colossians 1.18 speaks of how supreme Christ is. Paul says he is preeminent. And in Philemon, Paul speaks of brotherly love, how that we can have that in Jesus Christ and through Jesus Christ. And here in Philippians, Paul, even though he's imprisoned, continually rejoices regardless of his circumstances. And that's what we can learn from the Apostle Paul. And by the way, he learned that from Jesus. As we look at uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and verse 7 are a couple of verses that I share with people often. And it helps people have the right perspective and helps them know that they need to go to the Lord with whatever it is that's going on in their heart. And Paul writes these words, uh, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, remember, Paul has been put in prison. Uh, for preaching the gospel. That's what he's in prison for. The very thing that God called him to do, as he's in prison, he takes the pen in his hand and he begins to write. And as he writes at this particular time, he thinks of the the saints, the church in Philippi, and they had sent him a gift and he was very grateful for it. And even though he was in prison, uh, joy, which is part of the fruit of the Spirit, had flowed out of his heart and into this letter. And as you read the epistle, you hear him speak of his chains, but you you don't hear him complaining. And that's something that you and I, sometimes we major on complaining. And listen, I'm not immune from that either. There's times where uh, my prayer life may sound like I'm complaining to the Lord more than I am praying to Him. But Paul, his heart is full of rejoicing, and it drowns out any thoughts of complaining. Now, Paul rejoiced because even though he was in chains, the gospel was loosed in that place. And even some of the guards had been converted. God had given Paul a captive audience, and Paul made good on it and shared the gospel, and and many of these guys got saved. Now, God was using the apostle Paul. God had blessed Paul with salvation. The presence of the Holy Spirit was in his life. And this church at Philippi that had cared for him, and for all that Paul uh, had been doing, listen, Paul was grateful to them. He was so thankful. And so here it is, he's rejoicing even while he's in prison. He's in tough circumstances, but yet Paul rejoiced and was not anxious. So 
these words that come from Paul are not from somebody that had never been through a tough time. No, they come from a seasoned sufferer. And with that, Paul gives us a wonderful perspective to to have. He writes, be anxious for nothing, but pray about everything. Now, I think Paul in his wisdom and insight from God knew that everyone that would read this epistle would face worrisome times. And today, I don't have to tell you, living in 2020, we are living in some very worrisome times. And so these words here that Paul writes way back to the Philippian church really um, really ring true today. It's something that we need to lay hold of. And, and when we go through worrisome times and times like that, Paul is saying that a person needs to be anxious for nothing, but they need to pray. And you know what I have found over the years? I have found that that prayer, I'm, I'm talking about really, uh, real time spent with God in prayer, results in an indescribable and immediate sense of peace. When we get in the presence of God and we call on Him and we just sort of quieten our heart and we get in front of Him and we call on Him and, and, and there's times in prayer where we're not saying anything. You and I are just listening and you and I are just quiet before him there's times when when that happens when we realize we have a peace that surpasses all understanding and and that's what verse number seven is talking about and that's a peace that only god can give now uh have you ever been in a place where where you were just so troubled and you come to the lord in prayer and and he gave you peace now those problems still may um, be around the corner there may be a difficult day coming down the road but for whatever reason, he has just blessed you and give you peace. And that's something that he offers us. You know, when we pray, we're putting ourselves in a position of humility before God that turns the situation over to God, that in turn equips us to do and be the very person that God has called us to be. Now, when we worry, on the other hand, uh, when we worry, that anxiety puts us in a tailspin of what ifs. And you know what? If you focus on the what-ifs, they'll kill you. And right now, we are, we are dealing with a lot of what-ifs uh, concerning the coronavirus, concerning schools going back in, concerning you know different um, aspects of our life that we believe are essential that right now seem like they're on hold. There's a lot of what-ifs, and it's driving most of us bananas. Um, but here's just the what-ifs will kill us. And guess what? Have you ever noticed that most of the what-ifs never happen? The things that we dread, oftentimes most of those things never really happen. Most of the time, in fact, most of the time, something great happens. And there's so we go through this time of worry. Sometimes we're full of anxiety and we anticipate everything bad happening. And there's times where it just doesn't happen. And, and when that happens, we just have to look back and realize that, you know, we really should have trusted everything into God's hands anyhow. Friends, you and I need to begin our day with God trusting him every single day he is the only one that knows what the day will hold now you and i make plans and we try to be organized about mapping out our days and what we go and do but at the end of the day you and i need to realize that the lord is the one that's in charge so from the moment we get up we need to have a time of prayer where we say lord you know what i need you to order my steps today Uh, lord help me know what you want me to do today and help me walk in your plan it's one of the things i think i've always prayed for um, you know, I don't, I don't bat a thousand at finding the will of God, although I can tell you that there's times that I have sensed God so much, you know, steering me and my family into his will, and I'm so thankful. But every day, I usually start the day sometime in the morning, I'm saying, Lord, order my steps today. And it's not that I go and, and kneel down somewhere, although you can, 
but I just know that in my morning routine of just getting up and getting going, I'm, I know my dependence on God is great. And I'm like, God, I really need you to order my steps today. Now, when you look at verse number 6 here of Philippians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul's talking about this turning toward God. And he says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So that's what we've got to do. We've got to make our request. And if you need God to order your steps, then you call on him and say, Lord, please order my steps. Um, Lord, help me in the in the places I go today and what I'm trying to do. God, would you help me find your will? Would you use me for your glory? Uh, we need to come to him and we need to make those requests known. And by the way, if you've got something you're facing in a day that you know is going to be, I mean, difficult, you know it's going to be an uphill climb or uphill battle, you need to call on him and say, Lord, you know what? I'm, I'm making this request known to you, Lord. I need your help today. I'm declaring today that I'm in great dependence on you. Um, friends, that's what God's looking for. He is looking for you and I to be dependent upon him. At the same time, he wants you and I to realize he is there for us. And if you and I go through our days thinking that we can handle it all, then we might not even call on him. If we go through our days thinking that you and I can handle whatever's coming at us, and, you know, and there's listen, there's that person out there that says, you know, God's given me a brain and he's given me a lot of common sense. I agree with all that. But God still wants to be part of your day. He wants you to invite him in. Now, you could say, well, he's sovereign, he's providential, he's going to do it anyhow. Friends, I'll tell you this. Have you ever been wanting to be invited somewhere by someone? Um, you you want to tag along with them. You want to be invited. Now, I believe God really wants you and I to invite him into our day and say, Lord, I, I pray that you would go with me today and help me during this day. Help me do the things that will honor you today. And that is a step that's um, full of faith, that we believe and we trust that God, <laughs> even though God has got everything, everything he's managing, if you look at what's under his umbrella of what he takes care of, God is not so big that you cannot call on him and say, Lord, I need your help in my life today. Because let me tell you something, that's how great our God is, that he can do everything that he does and still makes time for you and me. And he's wanting us to invite him into our day. He wants you and I to call on him, and he wants you and I to pray to him and not walk around with all this anxiety. Now, some of you out there, you have anxiety from uh, your lack of planning. Now, I do think, again, God gives us a brain. He gives us the ability to organize. So if you're a person that's late wherever you go and you don't plan ahead and you shoot from the hip all the time, you're probably going to experience a lot of anxiety because perhaps you're not walking in a good stewardship manner where you actually take the opportunities of the day serious, where you plan and you try to be a good steward of the day. Now, if, if you keep walking in, um, you know, just lack of organization, lack of planning, and shoot from the hip all the time, you, you may never feel a sense of peace hardly at all because you're going against the wisdom he's given you. So he does, he does need something to work with, amen. So you and I need to certainly take on the responsibilities we have and say, you know what, I need to be um, educated at what I do. I need to be the best at what I do as far as trying to understand what's required of me this day. I need to pay attention. I need to plan ahead. I need to anticipate a few things. And in the midst of all that, we can still trust God with it and say, God, you know, I'm doing this. I'm doing my part. But at the same time, God, I trust that you will help me because, Lord, you know everything. So I'm going to turn towards you and allow you to help me today. Now, friends, when we include God like that, and certainly when the wheels fall off the bus and we come to him in desperation, friends, we need to understand that 
This world cannot bring us peace. It can't. By the way, your job, your career cannot bring you peace. Financial security, although that's a great thing, guess what? At the end of the day, when you're laying your head down on that pillow, listen, financial security cannot take care of every area of your life. You and I are in great dependence upon God, and we need Him to give us peace that surpasses all understanding. We do. We need His help. And when we pray, uh, we are pursuing that peace. And when we pray, we're also guarding our hearts, and we're saying, you know what, I'm not going to let myself run the other direction. I'm not going to let anxiety and fear dominate my life. Lord, I'm coming to you, and I need your help. When we pray, we're guarding our hearts, we're guarding our minds, and really we're, we're exhibiting faith by coming to the Lord Jesus Christ and saying, Lord, you're the Lord of my life. You know all things. I'm coming to you saying I need your help. Friends, we need to have or really develop a habit of prayer, not in a rigid way, not in some legalistic way, but we need to make it our practice that every day that we recognize that we need God's help. And our prayers do not need to be such routine, memorized jargon that you and I say every day. It needs to be from our heart, and it needs to be you and I being real with Him. And I I think that's the thing. In my walk with God, I'm 51. I got saved at 12. I've been a pastor for 20 years. One of the things that God reminds me of regularly, he just wants me to be me. And, and by the way, there's a lot of people that want you to be who they want you to be. And there's a lot of pressure for you to be uh, what you think everybody else wants you to be. But I'll tell you this, God wants you to be exactly who he's created you to be. So with that, you got to relax. you got to walk with him. You're not dotting I's and crossing T's. You're not walking in disobedience either, but you're walking with Him, abiding in Him, and trusting Him. And with that, every single day, you're including Him, and you're saying, Lord, I am not going to be a warrior. I'm going to be a prayer warrior. I'm not going to be someone that's going to let worry and fear dominate my life. I'm going to be a prayer warrior, and I'm going to trust you with all these things. And listen, listen, right now, at the end of summer, 2020, some of you out there listening to this, You've let everything from the news and you've let everything from these health reports scare you to death. And by the way, I'm not saying there's not a reason to be concerned. But friends, I'll tell you this. God does not want you to be wringing your hands, worried to death about this, that, and the other. He wants you to trust Him. He wants you to use common sense and wisdom, yes. But He wants you to trust Him, call on Him, and trust that He was gonna, He's going to take care of you and He's going to work things out. Here it is, Paul. Looking back at this epistle here, Paul is in a prison. And he is not complaining. He is not worrying. And here it is. He's giving this counsel back out to the church and saying to them, hey, listen, they don't need to be worried. They don't need to be anxious about anything. They need to call on the Lord about everything. He's saying, let your requests be made known to God. And the result of that, he says, the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Again, through Christ Jesus. Not through you and I taking care of ourselves completely. Not through you and I making it happen. No, it's through Christ Jesus. And I don't know about you, this peace that surpasses all understanding, I need a double dose of that every day. Amen? Don't you? Listen, question to you today. Are you a warrior or are you a prayer warrior? Now listen, you can go from being a warrior to a prayer warrior. And about as quick as it takes for you just to uh, bow your head before the Lord and call on Him and be real with Him and say, Lord, I'm trying to, I'm tired of trying to figure everything out. Lord, I'm trying, I'm, I'm tired of trying to um, juggle all of the balls in the air. 
like a circus clown. Lord, I'm, I'm tired of trying to manage everything. Come to him and say, Lord, I need your help. I need your peace. And Lord, I'm going to trust you with all that I don't know and all that I don't understand. Well, friends, listen, I hope that you'll become a prayer warrior. And listen, today, this is a Living in Liberty podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Listen, share us with, you, with a friend, subscribe, and we appreciate you tuning in. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon.